Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. There are so many blessings that are ours for which the death of Christ has already paid for. I must think of this man who had received an inheritance of his uncle, but uh, he had no time to pick it up. That day he had to mow the lawn and with his little hand mower, he was working so hard, sweating in the hot sun to mow his lawn. And he was so busy with it that he had no time to pick up the inheritance. Well, when the sun set, he was finally finished and uh, he drove over to his uncle's house to take hold of the inheritance, which was placed for him in the garage. And when he opened up the garage, there was that beautiful tractor grass mower that was his, but he never enjoyed it that day. But he was working himself so hard with that little hand grass mower because he did not know what he possessed. You know, I think many times with us Christians, it's the same. We don't know what we possess. We don't know what we have received through the death of Christ. When Christ died for us on the cross, it opened the way for innumerable blessings to come to us. All the blessings and all the promises in the Bible, in God's word, they are all yes and amen in Jesus Christ. And when he died and when he cried out those words, it is finished, it is accomplished on the cross. It was a change of history and time for us that now we can live in Christ and enjoy all these blessings and promises that are ours. And so I want you to know that these blessings are ready and you need to know what these blessings are and you need to enjoy them and start living in them by faith. It's not something we must claim and we must fight for in a way that we are asking it of someone who doesn't want to give it to us. You know, when somebody doesn't want to give you something that is legally yours, you take him to court and you file a claim and you take hold of a lawyer and, you know, you you have to go that whole route. But God, he wants to bless us. He has prepared all these blessings for all of us, but there are specific ones for you. And he wants to give them to you more eagerly. He wants to share them with you than you are eager to receive them from him. But we need to find out what are these blessings. They are all written down in the word and they are yes and amen. They are a truth that we can take hold of and we don't need to claim it in a way as if God does not want to give these to us. He wants to give us these blessings. All we need to do is ask, trust, believe and live in faith. Well, I want to share some of these blessings with you And, you know, I have found out that some of these blessings, they have many more blessings and promises inside of them than just the one blessing that you can see. Maybe you talk about one blessing, but if you receive that one blessing, there is so many other things that come to play and that come into action and that come to be yours once you get hold of that one blessing. And the first blessing that I'd like to speak to you about is divine dignity. You know, we received divine dignity because the Lord is our righteousness. I don't have the dignity out of my own good works 
or because of all my offerings or because of my suffering or because of the price I paid. No, I have this dignity, divine dignity, because I have been enrobed, I have been clothed with the dignity of Christ. I have been made one with him, one in his death, one in his resurrection, one in his life. I now have the life of Christ inside of me. You have the life of Christ inside of you. If you have been born again, if you have received Christ as your Redeemer, your Savior, if you believe that He finished it and accomplished it all upon the cross for you, and if you have received Him in your heart and you know that because of His work, you have been set free of all bondage, you have been set free of all sin, you have been set free of punishment upon sin, you have been set free of the bonds of death. We are no longer slaves. We are no longer property of Satan or a play ball in his courtyard. We are now children of the Most High God. We are princes and princesses in the kingdom of God. We have been made priests in his house. Oh, this is such a change and such a different difference. And this has so many more blessings inside of it than just the one blessing. But Oh, just think about it a moment. You have divine dignity. You are no longer living under the condemnation of your own resentment or of guilt of your sin. You don't have to fear punishment. You don't have to fear what will be after you die, after you lay down this life here on this earth. You know that you will be with him for eternity. You know that your name is written in the book of life. You know that a house, a mansion has been prepared for you and you will be there where there is life and light and no more tears and no more sorrow and no more pain and no persecution and no more temptation to sin and no more demonic activities or sickness or all these other things the evil brought into this world and into this life. No, we will be set free of all these things and of the lust of the flesh. Oh, how wonderful it will be to be with him in heaven for eternity. Eternal life, eternal joy, eternal peace. How wonderful. We don't have to fear that we are going into that utter darkness where there will be suffering for eternity, where we will be separated of life, where we will be separated of the life giver, of our creator, of our loving God. Oh, we will uh, not go into that dark, terrible place where the devil and the Antichrist and the false prophet and, and all those that are not redeemed will go. We know that because we have divine dignity, because we have been made righteous through the blood of Christ, because of the accomplished work of Christ, we know we will be with him in eternity. The Lord is our righteousness. We are no longer under the sentence of death because of our sins, but the Lord is our righteousness. God has credited the righteousness of his son to our account, and we now have his life and his nature. Well, that is if we believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay the penalty for our personal sins. Well, I must think of a few few scriptures to just... Uh, take this out of the word, but there are so many scriptures that we can take because this is a doctrine, this is a belief that the Bible brings and states so clearly this is a Bible truth, but yet 
even though it's such a Bible truth and there are so many scriptures about it, I know that many of us are not living as a child of God. We are not living as a new creation. We are not living in this dignity, this royal God-given divine dignity as a child, as a son, a daughter of the Most High, but we are still living as a slave of sin. We are still living under, under the tyranny of Satan, and we are still living with fear of death and, and with maybe so many doubts, and we're not enjoying the blessings that we have received because of the death of Christ and his resurrection. But today I want to tell you, my dear friend, oh, don't let the enemy keep a Keep his chain on you or keep a hold on you. He has no more jurisdiction over your life. He has no more place in your life that he can have authority over you. You have been transformed. The Bible said you have been transformed and you have been transferred out of this kingdom of Satan, of darkness, into the kingdom of the beloved son, the kingdom of light and life and love. But you know, Romans 6, 23 It says it so clearly, for the wages of sin is death. Well, that's a terrible thing. If if this scripture would end there, then we know the truth that because of our sin, and there's no man who has not sinned, and because of our sin, well, we know that we all will die and not just die in the flesh, this flesh, but our spirit man will be in that terrible place of darkness. But the scripture doesn't end there for us. It says in the second part, but... The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Oh, hallelujah. I know it's both a fact and a truth. And yes, if I look to myself, my own works, my own things that I could do to save myself, well, I tell you, the end of it all would be death. But hallelujah, the gift of God, the unmerited gift of grace that has come to us, is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Oh, he is my Lord. He is my Savior. Oh, I'm so thankful to the Father for giving me his Son to die in my place. I'm so thankful to the Son, to Jesus Christ, my Lord, for giving his life for me in my place on the cross and for making me a partaker and and making me a co-inheritor of all the blessings of the Father. Yes, the soul that sinneth, it shall die, it says in Ezekiel 18, 20. And that is the end that many have before them, but not for us, hallelujah. Because in 2 Corinthians 5, 21, it says, for he hath made Jesus to be sin for us, he who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him, in Christ. Christ in us, we in Christ and together in the Father. Oh, hallelujah, my friend. I have been made righteous. I have dignity, dignity as a child, as a son of the Most High God, as a prince in the house of God, and as a priest before him. Just one more scripture, 1 Peter 2, verse 24, it says, who in his own self, bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, and by whose stripes you were healed. Yes, I am living in righteousness. In the Son, 
I am perfectly righteous in the Son of God. Oh, hallelujah for that. What a blessing, my friend, that today you may know that the Lord is your righteousness. This is a blessing. And because you are now made righteous, you are also an inheritance of all the other blessings that are yours in Jesus. Let me give you another blessing that we have received because of the accomplished work of Jesus. It is perpetual peace. We have a peace without end. Oh, a mighty river of peace flowing through our mind, our spirit, our body. Oh, that's why I sleep at night and I sleep wonderfully at night because I am in the peace of the Lord. Oh, whatever storms may be outside, whatever is going on around me or maybe in my life, I know that in all these things I can thank God because I know he has made me more than overcomer. I know that he is with me and I have that peace of his presence. I have this peace that surpasses all understanding. Oh, it goes beyond what I can comprehend. It goes beyond my limits of my mind and my understanding and my ability. It is a peace that God has poured out into my spirit man, has poured out into my mind and my soul and, and my body. And it's because the Lord is our peace. We are not living anymore in torment with ourselves because uh, maybe there's no harmony in the family or with our friends, or maybe there are all these anguishes going on in our life, in our mind, so much fear and, and so much attack upon our body and mind and, and inner man because of all these things that we are hearing on the news or that are going on in the world today. No, my friend, we don't have to be afraid of what tomorrow may bring. The Bible says, why are you worrying for all these things? Don't you know your Father in heaven will take care of you? We are no longer ruining our own health and happiness because of all these tensions and then all this anguish upon our life. No, we are in the Son, and we know that the Lord Jesus, He is the Prince of Peace, and He is our Lord, and He is the Lord of our peace, and where He rules he rules with peace and with joy. And so I have this peace in my heart, in my mind, and it stays. Oh, maybe the whole world is turned upside down. But, you know, that peace of the Lord is founded on much better things than this world or than the government or, or that religion can give you or that good works can give you or that people can offer you or wise or intelligent people can give to you or smart businessmen can give to you. We have a peace because the Lord who never changes, he is the same, who is in full control of all things. He is the Lord of our peace. Oh, I also don't have to lose this peace because of my guilt. I don't have to be tormented because of guilt. It's a terrible thing. You know, when you have that conviction and you know you are guilty, oh, but then you, if you try to solve it with your own works or you try to solve it by doing good or, or, or by, you know, your suffering or accepting suffering in your life, it, it doesn't take away that, that, that guilt, that torment of guilt. But when you know that the blood of Jesus cleanses of every and all sin, 
Oh, my friend, then you receive the peace of God. Oh, the Lord is our peace. And then it takes away that guilt because, you know, there's been paid for that sin. There's been paid for that mistake, that fault. We are no longer have to fear God or dread judgment because we know that Jesus Christ, he assumed all judgment for our sin. And there's nothing now that is coming against us. No, all the evidence against us, it has been wiped clear and wiped away because Jesus, he paid it all upon the, on the cross. The Lord is our peace. He bore our judgment. He took our suffering. He took the punishment for our sins. And now there is no penalty that needs to be paid for. I mean, if you buy something at a store, maybe a nice TV or a beautiful dress or, or something else that you need and, and you've paid for it and the office clerk gives you that signed document, the bill or the, uh, and puts on it paid in full and he stamps it or put a signature there or the computer prints out that it's been paid for. Well, are you going to go and pay for it again? I don't think so. No, neither would I. I wouldn't go pay for it again. I would get that proof of, that I've paid for it. I would get that document, that signed note that says paid in full. And I would show it to them and I would say, give me my property. It has been paid for. It already is mine. It may be it's standing in your shop, but it's already mine. It's been paid for. So give it to me. And uh, I wouldn't pay for it again. And hallelujah, we don't have to pay for it again. It has been paid for all things. You know, it says in Isaiah 1 verse 18, Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as white as wool. Oh, it says in Colossians 1, 13 and 14, Who have delivered us from the power of darkness and have translated us into the kingdom of his dear son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin. Oh, and I like it also what it says in 1 John 4, verse 17. It says, Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. Well, maybe you doubt but you know what Jesus said? He said in Mark 5, verse 36, overhearing what they said, Jesus told him, don't be afraid, just believe. And my friend, I think that's what he's saying to you right now. He's hearing your thoughts, your mind, and maybe the whisperings of the enemy or the doubts that friends or, or good-meaning family members are are bringing into your mind and into your thoughts and into your spirit uh, that you are not worthy uh, and that things will never change and that you will have to carry that punishment and the consequences of what you have done. But Jesus overhearing all these things, he's telling you, don't be afraid. Just believe. Believe in the Son. Believe in the accomplished work. Believe that now you are inheritant of all the blessings that are in the Word of God. And these blessings are number one. You have received this dignity, this divine dignity. You are no longer a slave of sin. You are no longer a castaway. You are no longer a stranger to God. But now you are a son, 
a daughter. You are a prince, a princess. You are a priest before the Lord. Receive it in Jesus' name. Don't be afraid any longer, but just believe, and you have received peace. Oh, Jesus said, I give you my peace, not the same kind of peace that the world gives, but I give you my peace. Oh, and he said, that spirit, the spirit of God will not just be with you, but he will be inside of you. Oh, feel that peace today. And Father, I pray for my listeners, oh, that they may receive these blessings out of your hand and know that there are many more blessings already prepared for them and they are ready, laying ready on the road of obedience if they will just follow you and believe you, then, Lord, you will grant them all these blessings. You are longing and eager to bless them with abundance, Lord, and you will give it in the mighty name of Jesus. So bless them today in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 